This podcast contains explicit content, language, and sexual situations. It is intended for adults 18 years of age and older. These thoughts and opinions expressed are not those of any specific employer, group, or individual. Fed up with the rat race, we decided to sell everything and move to Cancun, Mexico. Now we do what we love. Work, party, and play at the Desire Resorts. After 16 years in the lifestyle, we thought we saw it all. We were so wrong. So wrong. Oh my God, so wrong. Now we want to share the fun that we get to have every day. So come to room 77. Let's play. All right, Lauren, we've started. We have a lot of stuff to cover, and I don't think we have enough time. I got to be honest. A lot of this stuff is, you're probably not going to hear it, but you don't know that because it won't be here. We said that this month was going to be incredibly hard. Yeah. I already quit. (laughs) I quit. (laughs) I'm out. I know what the solution is. You hear? You know what the solution is? Right. No more friends. <laughs> that's, that's extreme. It. It's necessary. Is what it is. <laughs> I am tired. I'm out. We got two weeks in, and uh, oh god, it started off with our really good friends Ed and Sarah. Uh huh. Coming in. Yeah. And they visited. They're lucky, right? Because they got the fresh. We were ready to be fresh, here. Fresh yeah. at the beginning of the month. Hung out with Sarah and Ed. We talk about Project Runway. No, we talk <laughs> about uh, Sarah Ed. Me and you. And Tim Gunn. Make it work. Now, so we're we're talking about Project Yellowbound and how stupid we are. Brilliant idea. <laughs> great reaction. But we went into this thing and we never really thought about really agreed perspective. We we're just like, you know, book through us and we want to do this thing. So we never looked at the room. There are no rooms left. Had we come at it from a greed perspective. You think that that would have made the difference? Yeah, because then we would have looked to see how many how many rooms were available. Yeah. So we never looked. We think, oh, maybe one person will show. What are the dates? <laughs> the dates are the 5th through the 12th. At Pearl. November. November, yes. November. Okay. Project Yellow Band. So if you've never been to Desire before and you want to go... <laughs> You can only go on certain days. <laughs> you still can't. <laughs> no, but we'll do it again. So we're going to do something special that month anyway, hopefully. We'll figure something out. I don't know, but we're going to j- try to do special workshops. And if you are coming in November and it is your first time, please reach out to us. Let us know that you are on your way because we want to uh, sort of celebrate that week. The four of us, of uh, you coming there and, and having a good time. We're going to do it again in May. May when? May 2020, like five. No, what May? What days in May? May 5th through the 12th. Again, the same. All right. So May 2020, 5th through 12th. Did we look at? <laughs> yes. Open. Right. Wide open. It is? Yeah. You know that? Yeah. All of May. All right. I check. I'm just doing everything on a hunch. Yeah. Meanwhile, I think that you may have bought me tainted Viagra mm-hmm. because I had taken some before and you were like, what is wrong with you? Your head it looks like a tomato. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you got too much sun today. I'm like, no, I just popped a Viagra, the Viagra that you bought me. And you bought me a case. Yeah, I went hardcore because I'm tired of going to the store. Yeah. So you bought me a case. And I'm like, well, I'll pop one now just to see if it works because I don't care. And uh, so then we were going to go to the jacuzzi. I was like, I don't think that one worked. Yeah. I got to pop another one. I popped the other one. By the time I put my clothes in the thing, <laughs> my dick was pointing to the stars. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. I can't go with the jacuzzi. My dick's like, hard. You, I can't walk now. It looks like I get turned on by cubby holes <laughs> or something. This is weird. Oh, God. Got undressed. Oh. I mean, can you imagine that? Like, here I come towards the naked people with my hard penis all by myself. So I'm like, stay with me. But when I get into the hot tub, 
I start getting the real side effects of the drug. I start turning bright red because you get flushed when you when you take Viagra. So I start talking to a couple like nothing's wrong because now they can't see my hard penis under the water. So I can just talk like nothing's going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's where I'm from. Oh, you grew up there. That's a really pretty place. My penis is so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> so... But what happens is I feel my face starting to get really hot. I feel it getting really hot and I can see them sort of looking at me like, are you okay, ma'am? Now I know they're looking at me and I know what's happening to my face. So now I start getting embarrassed, which makes it even more red. And I just have to walk away from the situation. This is exactly what the conversation sounded like. Oh yeah, that's really great. I'm going to go get another. And I walked away. <laughs> And then you chased after me and you're like, what's wrong? Yeah. And I said, is my face really red? And you're yeah. like, yeah, it's really fucking red. Because I'm like, they commented. they commented on you. They were like, um, I don't know. He said he was going to go get another drink, but he's just staring at the column. You were just staring at the Palapa column. Yeah. So I waiting walk, to yeah. de-red. Yeah. I walked over to the column and I was trying to devise a plan. I'm like, how long will my face be red? How long can I stand here? And order a drink. Is 30 minutes? Is that too much? <laughs> so I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. You walked over and you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I can't talk to people because I took that, that Viagra. Viagra that doesn't Now I took work. two of them. So I'm really hard and really red. We should order new stuff. Or it works so good. I'll keep trying it. <laughs> okay. I wonder if three, if my head will explode. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We'll see. That reminds me. You know what I saw today? What? Was a guy with a penis that, it wasn't a small penis, but uh -huh. it was a fine penis. Uh -huh. But his penis stuck outward. Like its resting position was. Did you see him too? Yeah. You he did? wasn't hard? Was he hard? I thought. I mean, because sometimes I, I I love how I've, and I don't know if this is true. I feel like it's appropriate for you to stare longer, but I feel like I have a limited amount of stare time. Wait, and back I up. have you to. You think just it's appropriate for me to stare longer? Well, I feel like a guy would be like, oh, yeah, it's just, you know, because he was obviously trying to figure out why mine did like that. Wait, so it's you like think, a no, 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 I have to stop this train right now. No. Really quick and clarify. The first part of this is you're saying that you think it is socially at the hotel, socially more acceptable for me to stare at another man's penis for a longer period of time yeah. than it is for you to stare at a man's penis. Yes. That, that's what you're saying. Absolutely. I have never heard a more ridiculous statement in my life. You didn't let me finish. Oh. I, I had to clarify. Without conveying that sense of, hey, I'm interested. Wait, is that me or you? That, it's me. It's anyone saying that. But I feel like a man can get away with looking at another man's penis because you're like, oh, dude, I don't know. I was just looking at it like you have a really thick head. And I just was All trying right. to make you, sure. You are. But if. I look at it, it's like, she's checking it out. Well, she you are my checking junk. It. You are checking it out. I am. Right? I'm not always checking it out to jump on board. So, either am I. Either am I checking out boobs to jump on board those boobies. Right, but I feel Maybe like- Maybe I'm I, like, look at those nipples. She's got sparkly stuff all over it. And if I look at nipples and I'm like, oh my God, you have sparkly stuff all over it. She'd be like, yeah, uh, you weren't looking at my nipples no. because you want to get on them. Let's clarify a few things. Okay. Me staring, and I have to use the word staring because that's what you're describing. Yes. Me staring at another- man's penis is not acceptable in many circumstances at that resort me just staring in no way shape or form is ever really acceptable i was staring at this one today because it was just confusing to me right it was just pointing straight out 
like a wind vane. <laughs> yes. That's what I thought when he walked by. I was like, hi, windy. So you're saying that it is not acceptable for me to stare at boobs, but it would be acceptable for you to stare at boobs. Well, I think from the receiver's point of view, mm -hmm. if they saw me staring at their boobs, they wouldn't be like, she's checking my shit out unless I was giving her some sort of look. But I think that men automatically assume if I'm staring at their dick that I want some of that. I want them in on the airtight or something. Um, they don't wait for any other nonverbal signal. So I feel like men can look at each other's without being like I mean, sexual. A glance and a look are two different things. But like if you're really looking like trying to figure out like is that a tattoo or do you have one ball? Don't ever say do you have one ball. Um, a tattoo you can look but I would never recommend for a man in that environment. I just wouldn't recommend that. Right. Okay. I think it would make another man perhaps feel uncomfortable. However, that being said i think a man under certain circumstances would feel uncomfortable with a woman staring at his penis yeah when i was staring at it and got close enough to whisper in his ear <laughs> hey are you hard or is your penis just <laughs> point that way. or is it just point that way that did get awkward that was a bit weird yeah no i would say you're off base with that one yeah, I base. just, I figured that since men maybe looked more overtly at women that they could get away with it at men without men receiving it in a sexual way that they would just be like, oh yeah, you're just checking out my junk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like this happens in the football lockers. Yes. Because you're just yeah. like running around and you got, this is, this is what I think of. Hey, and Jeff, like, I'm talking to you. What, what, what are you doing? Oh, sorry, man. I was just staring at you. <laughs> no, I was looking at it. It's like you did some manscaping down there, bro. It's from last weekend. Yeah, this sounds like <laughs> the beginning of gay porn. That's what this sounds like. Oh, am I naive or is it just stupidity? No, I think men are accepted to be able to stare and gawk and do whatever they want. And whether it's sexual or not. I don't know. There's just a difference there. Women are taught at a very young age, don't stare, do not make any overt sexual innuendos, and it's still instilled in you. Anyway, you saw the cock. You didn't know where it was pointing. Like that cock, I have no idea where the story is going. It was a hard story. I know that. Don't make puns. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. This story wound up being completely flaccid. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll ask him on Friday. Yeah. This is how this conversation goes. Hey, bro, what's up? What's your name? <laughs> Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Kevin. Yo, dude, let me ask you something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just noticing your cock there and, uh, hey, bro, you hard or? Is it just like that? Is it always like that? No, no. Kevin, was it? Yeah, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. It's nice <laughs> to meet you. Oh, I just shook your penis. Sorry, I thought it was your hand. Oh, please excuse me. Please excuse me. I didn't mean to do that. No, it's okay, bro. It happens all the time. So, uh, yeah, actually, I appreciate you looking at my junk. I do. <laughs> As it happens since I played football. Yeah, I mean, bro's hanging out after practice. And I'm like, hey, Jeff, get that maybe hard cock over here. <laughs> 
Oh my god. So I'm going to have that conversation on Friday. <laughs> Let me not go. I will. I want to be in earshot. <laughs> oh god. What room are you in? I'm in three. What room are you in? 80. What room are you in? 32. What room are you in? Room 77. When you see a penis that is not in action, sometimes a penis can be in different stages of fluffiness, right? per se. Do you notice, as a woman, that person is about mm, 65% fluffed up? Is that something that you notice? No, we ask each other whether they're a grower or a shower. When you see somebody sort of by the pool, do you say, oh, he looks larger today? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I would, but I love that, that half-fluffy. Listen, if we could all right stay there. half fluffy, fluffy. It, we'd all be so, 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 so I, happy. I, I like to fall asleep and just hold the half fluffy. Now, if we could find a pill called half fluffy pill. <laughs> I think two. Is that half fluffiness? Do you know what I'm talking about as far as penis in, in different? Yes. It's got different days. Yes. It does different things, right? Yes. Do you know about different stages of your penis? Yes. Do you say, oh, today's a good day? Yes. Oh, it, I, can, it, I, can, I can tell with him, yes. All right. Well, listen, if we can all as a collective maybe come up with a half-fluff pill and market it, yeah. let's all start a kick group and get on that right away. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. We really, really appreciate it. Have a great time while you're here. All right. We are starting. We started. I have my coffee here because... In your mug. In my uh, Room 77 mug that was brought to me by a very special someone. We've never had our logo on anything. <laughs> because I'm so like not that person that's like, I'm going to order cute things with things on it and yeah. stuff. And so now it's on a mug and it's on a shirt. I was so excited. So anyway, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to sip this coffee, but I'm going to do it off mic. I'll put a picture up for the Patreon. So here we are back from <laughs> RM. We came right from RM. We just walked in the door post coital with one another and another couple and okay. yeah so how was your day first of all <laughs> there um i had a great day there yeah yeah i had a really great day it was little playmaker i have a crush on came back to work today yeah she heard her little hand what is her name marissa yeah Marissa. Marissa. Yeah, you know, I dated a girl named Marissa once. You did? Yeah, she was clinically insane. I actually checked her into Cedar Sinai Psychiatric Hospital after I was dating her. True story. I do remember that. You remember I, me telling yeah, you? Yeah, I do. I didn't it's know. It's a batshit crazy night. I can't get into it right now. I know everybody's <laughs> we'll gonna be save like, it. Richard, tell us, tell us, tell us about Marissa. It was crazy. It's in the book. And I don't mean crazy in like Yeah, now you can't use that word crazy. No, the night was like crazy. Insane. She was not crazy. She was clinically insane. So can we use the word crazy? if it means I can because I am a stable genius <laughs> let me tell you no, something you yes no, let me you tell you why. No, look, look, we're look, not look. going there it doesn't matter I don't care who you voted for I really don't give a shit who you voted for but that is so comic genius I'm gonna break it down to you why it's genius okay, okay. both sides of congress should stop everybody should start laughing Have look at one another and go that was really fucked up and then get back to hating each other here's why <laughs> I am a stable genius is so funny. You can say both of these words exclusively and they hold up, right? You can mm -hmm. say, how are you feeling? Pretty stable. Yeah. Pretty stable, pretty stable right now. Stable. Hey, how's he doing? How's he doing? He, how's his condition? He's stable. He's stable. Right? Okay. Hey man, you, you're a little wobbly. How you feel now? I'm stable. Now, you can also <laughs> use the word genius by itself, right? Yes. Hey man, that was great. How'd you do that? 
I'm a genius. That's how. That was genius, right? Bro. Hey, how did you know all that stuff? I'm a genius, mm-hmm. right? Words that work in so many different ways by themselves. The comedy comes in when you put them next to one another, mm-hmm. right? Especially stable genius. Okay. This infers immediately that somehow we're always, or sometimes at least, dealing with unstable geniuses. Like we're all running into Van Gogh. Oh, wow. Hey, Mr. Van Gogh, that's a really pretty painting. Oh, thank you very much. Also, here's my ear. So that's like... That's an unstable genius, right? right? That is somebody who is unstable. But even I think an unstable genius would say, I'm a genius. I'm also unstable sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm a genius. And you put stable in front of it. You've already tipped over now because (laughs) a genius would never use the word stable in that sentence. Yes. So it's like a mirror and it just keeps reflecting off one another. That's why I want it on a shirt. We'll get that for you. Stable genius. Stable genius. I love that so much. Yeah. And. You know what? The entire country should fucking love that together. <laughs> Let laughter bring us together, man. That is, that is some funny shit. It's shit. <laughs> Again, I don't care who you voted for. So tonight, I just had sex with your sore vagina. Oh, no. Don't bring up my vagina. Why? Well, I have to bring up your vagina. Why? It's because broken. It, was sore. it was broken. I know. I know. But we did it anyway. We did the sex anyway. I was proud of myself. I lasted longer than like 90 seconds. Oh, tonight. come on. You're good. It's all in the mind. It's not in the mind. I'm going to tell you right now. Again, stable genius. I know this stuff. <laughs> all right, look. So here's the thing with this couple, right? So we see this couple who's been there for a while uh-huh. now, right? I don't know how you feel. Anytime I meet a couple that has piercings, it secretly turns me on. No, like just nipples or like... Anywhere. If you are sticking metal through any of your parts, it turns me on. It could be a nose ring. It could be a nose piercing. It could be a clit piercing, a belly But what about just Prince Albert? It's the start, but I like a little more than that. (laughs) More jewelry. It makes me a little squeamish. That's what I thought you were gonna say. That's why I was asking. But from afar, I'm like, oh, rock on. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know why. Uh, No, because it's badass. That's what it means. Right. So when a couple like we meet them, whatever the situation is, and they have piercings together, like one has a nipple piercing, the other one has a nipple piercing, they're sort of in piercing harmony. Yeah, I thought the same thing. That is so funny. I swear we should. I love that. It was it was very balanced, and I think even the size of the bar. And the nipples was the same. I don't know if I would look badass or look like somebody who's trying to look badass. Aww, yeah, I think we should get them. Well, I can't because I don't have a pain threshold. It doesn't exist in me. <laughs> there is, is no true. threshold. Oh my so god! So I can barely think about getting hair laser removal. It scares me. <laughs> it does. I to be honest. Yeah, but they have like the numbing cream. It's You'll be fine. So I, I had my eye on this couple. And, and then when we went back to the resort, she wasn't feeling well the second time. Yeah. Right. So we missed her. And we always sort of talked to him. We saw him in the gym a little bit. We were talking to him. I mean, he was a force of nature, that one. I don't like to talk about bodies, but I mean, his was... I couldn't not watch him work out and so much so that I had to grab one of the medicine balls that I was working out with and walk over to his butt and compare which one was rounder. I think it was equal. It was silly. I had sort of a thing for them when I met them and I'm kind of horny today. You said, save us a bed. I was like, I can't save you a bed, but if you come late, uh, I'll put you up on our bed. I was really into their energy. I just really had a thing for their energy. Yeah, they're super sexy together. And I didn't have enough room on the bed. Just so what were you doing? If you weren't on the bed, what were you doing? I was teaching the workshop. I have to teach my children. Just walking around or were you standing or? Oh, I was standing, but I wanted to be down there doing, rubbing them, doing that stuff. I couldn't get to them because that, 
that altar. I call it an altar because it looks like we're going <laughs> to sacrifice somebody. And I just wanted them to be comfortable. Yeah. So I was like, you go jump up there and you do it. So then, because she was supposed to be being worship, but she wasn't being worshiped. Nope, she was not. No it, six hands for her. No, because I was. Camote, as they say here. Uh, estoy camote, sí. But I was said Pedro. Uh, <laughs> but Pedro. Siempre estoy, siempre camote. That's the only phrase I can say in this tongue. Is siempre estoy camote, which is I'm always busy. Bro. Bro, sort of. <laughs> After the workshop, I had said, listen, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't get to get to you. Yeah, we gypped you. In just a moment of unstable genius. <laughs> I was like, I will worship you in your room after this for 20 minutes if you want. That's how bad I feel. And she was like, fuck yeah. I know, right? Because you really, this is this is the funny part about you. You're such a sweetheart that mm-hmm. you will literally, to prevent your, it from weighing on your brain, you're like, I'm going to offer this. Mm-hmm. Not thinking that we literally need to come home, eat dinner, and start recording. Mm-hmm. Stable genius. Stable genius here. We're just going to do 20 minutes in your room. Right. There we go. This is the plan. But deep down, this is the couple with all the piercings. So I'm like, I don't care. School uh, night, whatever. Yeah, I just, I just, I just, I told them, I was like, we can't stay late. In it, This is in and out. Right. Boom, 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 boom. So I think it. they like that, actually. I mean, this is 20 minutes. And then she said, only 20 minutes? I'm like, I don't, <laughs> of course I don't she know. did. I know. She was a vixen. She was. Oh, my God. It's such a good word for her. Yeah, she's just a vixen. The way she looks at you and the uh, way she sort of does that pallidy, uh, sultry look, right? Yeah, she's like, like yeah. Catholic girl yeah. that was like naughty. I don't know what her religion is. Let's just. Oh, I was just bringing it into the, the skin mm-hmm. and the hair contrast with the eyes. and Sexy Protestant girl. <laughs> Making fun of me. Such a sexy Baptist. <laughs> okay, let's stop. So stop. I'm like, listen, I pull my crap where I'm like, let's just go do this now. No, it's the best way, Richard. No more chit chat. I'm taking you, I'm getting you naked, and I'm going to rub you down with oil. And she's like, lead the way. And I'm like, I don't know what your room is, so <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that. But they still let us lead the way. She's like, where are you going? I'm like, I, I don't know if you know this, but they don't provide us with a with a horror room here. <laughs> we can have our own playroom. Yeah, that would be great, though. Maybe we should ask for that in, in, our, the- in our contract that we don't have. Well, we walk out to the room, and there's a pool of water. <laughs> I mean, the ceiling so, is raining. The ceiling is raining down like the gods are crying. <laughs> and he's like, oh, man, this is a lot of water. And I'm like, yeah, it really is. But also, I don't really care. <laughs> Not my problem. We all go filter into the room. I don't want to hear about the water. I don't want to think about the water anymore. I don't want to deal with the water anymore. He goes straight over to the phone. And you're like, who are you calling? Maintenance. They need to know about that leak. <laughs> <laughs> It was at that moment I was like, oh, my God, he's so fucking cute. I can't take it. Yeah. So he gets on the phone with maintenance. I don't know. What I'll, do. I'll just get prepared or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Stretching. Calisthenics. <laughs> <laughs> right. So get he gets off the phone hug. with maintenance. Who, By the way, when we ask maintenance to, to come <laughs> to the disco for a problem, it takes at least three days. <laughs> at least. Right. He calls maintenance, says, hey, it's like a scene out of the Titanic over here. <laughs> All right. You know what? Great job. Thumbs up to you. 
desire will not sink now. So I lay her down and I start rubbing oil <laughs> all over her. I'm just sort of doing what I wanted to do to her. And I was like, you're going to be worshipped. You come in. And then he, I was like, make him come in and give her what she missed. This is the feeling that she missed in the workshop. Yeah. Things start to escalate very quickly, right? And she's like, I want him to be worshipped too because he missed it because I was sick. I was like, all right, yeah, well, that's something we can do. <laughs> we can negotiate that in. Call an audible. Let's just do it. So I'm working on her. And then we're like, all right. So I, I sort of instruct the two of you to go towards him. It was like, start worshiping him. Yeah. So we start sort of like worshiping him um, behind her, sort of. And then... Hola, maintenance. Hola, maintenance. I'm like, you motherfucker. Yeah, and no one moves. No, so we all look So at, I have to get up. You were closest to the door. That's how it works. I'm like, this isn't even my room. That's how it works. You have to go get the door. Yeah, so I jump up. Hola, hola. Okay, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Okay, go ahead. So I open the door. Mm -hmm. Hi. Oh, Luis. I'm registering all of this in my head, but I'm like, this is not a problem for me. I'm glad they're telling us that they're here. Let this end. Come back to the bed, Lauren, and let's get on with this. Now, what you don't know is in the interim, <laughs> I was talking to her and I was like, because he seemed a little bit nervous because we can be a lot. You know what I mean? Which we're not a lot. No, but, but we it's can, a lot of pressure for you guys. It's a lot of pressure. And this is a couple that they don't play all the time. Yeah. Right? While you're away, I say, I'm going to take this opportunity to try to get inside of his head and relax him a little bit more. So I whisper in her, in her ear, what does he like? Mm. Tell me exactly what he likes. And she says, his hands like to be touched and rubbed. I thought, all right. She's like that tactile difference to him of feeling something different is so eternal funny. to him, right? I love that. So I say, well, all right. So I say to her, me, do you want me to rub his hands? She says, yeah. Okay. Right. So I, good. Right. So I grab his hands and now I'm giving him like a hand massage. <laughs> Almost like I'm about to manicure him. Like I'm just going to massage his hands a little bit. Are you sitting on the bed or yeah, what? I'm, I'm sitting on the bed. Okay. So I start like holding his hands down and I'm like, this isn't really uh, gay, <laughs> It's not like I'm rubbing my cock in his hand, right? <laughs> so now at this moment, I don't know if I heard her correctly. I don't know if she heard me correctly. Oh, God. I sort of turn my head because I'm going to sort of clarify what's going on or what, like, are you sure me? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> and when I turn around, it's you with the maintenance department in the room. So I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, well, they're in the room. I'm like, why are they in the room? They're in the room now while I'm giving a man a hand massage naked on a bed with everybody else. And I look at you and I was like, get them out of here. <laughs> get them out. And then she turns to me and she's like, I don't know if he's really into a man <laughs> massaging his hand. I'm like, oh, well, obviously I... Did not understand. I was confused this whole time. This whole time I was confused. You, but I was just going with it. Did you just drop his hand when she said that? And like, well, no. Or did you set it down? Jim? No, I had already stopped. You had gone to deal with the maintenance crew. Yeah. That was in the bathroom with a ladder already. Great timing. <laughs> Rock Hi guys. Up, guys. Hey, hey Louise. How's it going? Hey, we're naked in here with a bunch of people and uh, we're about to get really fucking weird. If you want to set up the ladder in the bathroom, that would be awesome. Just pretend we're not here and uh, we'll do the same. Okay. By the way, how's your sister? I was being super homoerotic. 
in a situation where I shouldn't have been. So then you come back in, things sort of escalate. Now, at this point, she's on me and you're on him. And it was all very wonderful. Mm -hmm. I, I was having an amazing time. It was really. I mean, she had some oral skills that. I enjoyed watching her. Yeah, she was, she was really good. She's really good. She said, I have an oral fixation. And I didn't even really believe her after I said that. But no, she does. <laughs> she really does. So I was really enjoying watching you with him. And I was just like, I wanted to make you my little slut. I was like, you'd be my little fucking slut. I need to tell you exactly what to do. And then they started talking a little bit like that. But all the while, in the back of my head, I'm like, don't do anything gay. Mm. Because I'm already riding that line of, hey, don't touch my hands, man. She had a, a very sensitive clip. I think because she had a clip piercing. Yeah, of course. That's right? why. Yeah, absolutely. I have to get our listener to understand the positioning here. So she's on her back and he's doing her missionary. Mm -hmm. And I'm next to her and she is sucking my cock. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm next to her. He's just going to town on her. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm getting so turned on. I'm like leaning into her and she's sucking my cock. He's sort of leaned back. Right. And I'm in a position where I can lick her clit ring while he's fucking her, mm -hmm. right? I was like, can I lick her clit? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's still fucking her. <laughs> and I'm still in the same position. And I start licking her clit ring. And at that very moment, you say to her, suck that cock. <laughs> and I jump up like a stable genius and say, I'm not sucking his cock. <laughs> And she laughed because she knew what I was talking about, obviously, because it was a cock in her mouth that she laughed. And he laughed. You were the only one who was in your like, I'm writing this line. So you were so preoccupied with it. How, that you else, were the would you, how else would you not? Literally, you started the evening by rubbing his hands. <laughs> You should have had a conversation with your penis because she was down sucking on it. And no, then maybe you would have. It was great. But I didn't put that together. It's I didn't so. Really, I didn't really put that together. Oh. But anyway, it ended fantastically. She came, I think, not for me, but from him. You had a broken vagina. So you were. Um, I feel like sometimes I should preface and be like, just don't focus on me. <laughs> you can't do that. Why? Because then they're like, oh, this is weird. We kind of <laughs> came back only for you. She came so hard from. That clit bar. Mm -hmm. I think she had a bar. You gonna get one? Well, I really, you know, I, I ask around a lot about stuff. And that was one of the things like, I don't know, everyone's really happy with them, but it has to be done in the right spot, like by a good person or something. So I just thought about asking Dr. Jeff, maybe. Mm, yeah. I mean, not to do mine, but to. No, I don't think Dr. Yeah. Jeff owns or operates a piercing store, maybe in the mall somewhere. <laughs> just a kiosk. Dr. Jeff's piercings. <laughs> I don't think he does that. You know, on the homosexual note, because I'm going to stay on that and then I'm going to finish okay. talking about this crap. I was really proud of a guy and a gal in the last workshop that we did at Pearl because they came to the woman's version and then they came to the man's version. And she had said to you, what did she say? I don't know who you're talking about. <sighs> this is why it's hard being a stable genius. Okay, stop with the coffee. I got to talk faster. More coffee. <laughs> more coffee, more coffee, more. I got I to gotta fit this in. We got. Uh, there's a lot of crap. No, I'm talking about the couple where she was like, who does Richard rub? Oh, oh okay, okay. On right. Monday. What did she say to you? And then she came up to me in the pool and she said, um, the reason I'm asking is because I would like my husband to experience the six hands like I experienced it. 
God bless them, right? They are not the only people who have ever done that. Yeah. Most people do it in a very sort of subtle way or another way. But here's why I say God bless you. Because when they said that, I said, yes, yes, you should fucking experience it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing, right? I respect the balls that he has. Not only because I was right down there looking at him. <laughs> you got while, a close up. While I was rubbing him. But it takes quite a man and a woman and a couple. Uh-huh. To be in a setting like that and to say, I don't give a shit what anybody around me thinks. I don't care. I want my husband to experience that feeling. That's what I want. And they weren't like pros or anything. No, they're brand new. Just your mild mannered couple. Nothing that would make them stick out or be like, oh, that's so Jeff and Karen to say that. Yeah. It's not like that at all. I just, there's such a respect that I have for, for that, for that, that statement. I don't know. Sexy. And speaking of the workshops. What about the workshop? There were a lot of new couples there, but one of them, they ran into us afterwards and they said, we didn't know what was going to happen at the end. I didn't know Richard was going to enter me. (laughs) At the end, Richard comes around and he has sex with all of you. Everyone. And he was like, I was so focused on her and he felt bad because he didn't know he was supposed to have sex with her. And you were like- Well, he wasn't supposed to have sex. Well, you do whatever you want. I just left a part out that was like, you can do whatever you want now. Yeah, at the end of the workshop speech. And I loved what you said to him. You were like, well, it's at at the end, it's all skate. All skate. All skate. All skate. So if anyone hasn't been to the workshop yet, now you know. Hey, I gave a condom to a guy in there today. Yeah, I was like, God. it was. they were playing at the end of the workshop. I'm like picking up bottles. And he's like, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> like he's half inside of his wife, girlfriend. I don't know. Yeah. Was. And he's like, excuse me. And I honestly, I thought he's really thirsty. Oh my God, no. I'll just get him some water. He just wants some water. Like, can you hand me a bottle of water? Sure, I can. But he says, uh, do you do you supply condoms here? Uh, no, asshole. I don't supply <laughs> condoms. What do I look like to you? A fucking clinic? The kind-hearted soul that you are, you walked over to your bag. So I said, I don't have condoms. And I walk away. I take three steps. I walk back and I say, would you like me to go get one of my own personal condoms? And he says, yes, I would. Ow, ouch. So I go back to my bag and it's dark and my bag is buried. And I go into my bag and I dig out one of my condoms and we'll go back to the bed and I lay it gently down on the bed and I say, here you go. Motherfucker didn't tip us. <laughs> no tip from that man. None. Nope. I took care of his tip. <laughs> and we got no tip back. No tip back. That is so, disrespect, man. I hope you're listening to this, sir. I hope you enjoyed my condom. I reuse all of them, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> They're not even ours. I just collect them. I go through housekeeping. Oh my God, no. Why did I say that? Because you're disgusting. You are the example of an unstable (laughs) genius. All right, I have to go. Okay. Uh, It's good talking to you. Yeah. That is all. How do you feel about kinky piercings? Anything. I want to remind you, that man over there has a lot of stuff inside of his body (laughs) hanging off of it. I am too much of a chicken to get piercings. Is it something that you find attractive on another human being? And I'm talking about like nipple piercings, clit piercings, belly button piercings, stuff like that. I just think they're brave. I feel the same way, but it turns me on a little bit. Do you like piercings? It wasn't at first, but I was talking to a friend and I thought maybe like nipple piercings together would be kind of a fun thing to do, don't you think? Yes, I do. Will you do it while you're here? Uh, Are you going to do it on me? I'll go learn. I'll look at YouTube. Everything's on YouTube. (laughs) 
Piercings on, on women, do you, is it something that you enjoy? She's getting some when she gets home. <laughs> she is getting one? Yes. How do you feel about piercings in general? I used to have a tongue piercing. You did? That's sexy. I really did for like 20 years. What I happened? don't have it anymore. I don't. I took it out because I got old. But, but <laughs> As we all tend to do. But the other ones I'm afraid of, the ones you're talking about. When you that, see them on other people, how do you feel? Scared. You have some shiny stuff hanging off of your body and your tongue. <laughs> Now, he just stuck his tongue ring out, or his yeah. tongue stud out. Does that help in a way that I'm thinking of it's in my amazing. mind right now? It is amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> do you have any piercings on your body? I do not. Yes. You do not? Do you want her to get piercings? I like them. He does I do want like me to get them. Do you like seeing piercings on other people? Sure. Because you have them on your nipple, and you have you have them on your tongue. Now, this is a man who, and I, can, I, can I tell him about the penis? Sure. All right. <laughs> If you guys don't know it or not, this man has a tattoo on his penis. Now, if you didn't think, wow, that's pretty impressive, I'm about to tell you something that's gonna blow your mm -hmm. fucking mind. He tattooed himself. <laughs> what? Oh. what? And discuss. <laughs> yes. <laughs>Nothing against you guys who wear board shorts, but seriously, it's time to put them away. It's done. Board shorts are now the jams of when we were wearing board shorts. It's like you don't wear jams anymore. Board shorts are jams. Board shorts are the, are the new jams. So guys, burn them. When I went to the store months ago, I saw a pair of black shorts uh -huh. that I thought they look cute. Yeah. Now I went a size down because I thought <laughs> that would be sexier. And as sexy as they look, my balls are spread across my inner thigh. So I have to change into a pair of underwear right now because I have to do this now or it's going to bother me through the entire thing. Okay. So Lauren, yeah. I'm handing you the show for the next, I think I could do this in under seven seconds. Okay. Maybe. While you're going to change out. So This um, is not going to be pretty from that <laughs> angle, by the way. Okay. I've seen worse. Oh, they're hurting. Okay, just one at a time, side one side at a time. Oh my God, your headphones is oh, in between your quads. Wire in my pants. It's also a million degrees in here. Oh, I stand up. All right, I am back. We are recording now. We are back with Dr. Jeff and Dr. Karen. How are you guys? So we're doing well. One of the most talked about people we've ever had on the podcast. People ask about you guys all the time. For some reason, people find you adorable. You must be talking about her, not me. No, no. It's, it's both of you. They don't even know what we look like. It doesn't matter. You've won the hearts of America and parts of Kenya from my download statistics. <laughs> The good news is also, you guys are coming here very, very soon. Is that true? Yeah, we're coming. At, we'll be there on Saturday. We'll see you guys in a, a few days, actually. I'm counting the hours. It's so Yay. fun. But how do you feel about that? That so many people sort of sort of love you? So uh, we're not sure how we feel about that. That's uh, We've always enjoyed a little anonymity. So That ship has sailed, my friend. I, I feel special. <laughs> you should. <laughs> you should. Yeah. Now, one of the questions that I usually get, Lauren, is people ask me, when did you two go to school together? Right. And I tell them, you know, somewhere in the eight, 90s, Eights. 80s, <laughs> in the 80s, 90s, you know, in that area. And they ask where I got my degrees from, uh -huh. just plural degrees. Right. And uh, <sighs> I, I tell them, I tell them that we, we spent a lot of time together. Do you remember those days as fondly as I do, Dr. Jeff? <laughs> uh, I, I, I remember the days. I, I guess I don't remember 
our days together back then. I don't know why. Those days in the 90s, I do remember them, yes. I'll try to jog your memory and maybe the, the times of us going through med school and taking those tests, exam things. I'll just throw you some things that maybe you will or will not remember. But this is what we wanted to bring up on this podcast. Number one, we wanted to talk about vanity. Some vanity questions that relate around medical thing that we both know right you and i we're versed in them and i want to say right. if you can you can answer some questions that uh that we have and maybe some of the some of the the people have we want to sort of get a definitive answer uh in a medical sense smoking good or bad <laughs> well fortunately the jury's not out on that anymore we're pretty sure that that one's going to be a bad one i'll, I'll accept your answer i still think we need a few more studies <laughs> but we'll We'll talk about it later. Um, do you know anything about hormone replacement? Anything about hormone replacement? Because one of the things that we encounter a lot at this resort, both men and women, right? Yeah. They're like, well, I, I get my blood tested and I, I'm on this dose and everyone knows their stats and all this stuff. Yeah. Like it's the new thing. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I'm going to be honest with you, Doc. There's been times where I have put some testosterone in inside of my body. At first, Laura used to put it in my apple juice, but then we learned that was the wrong way. <laughs> doesn't work. Doesn't work. Not right now in particular, but there have been some hormones in my body. Now, what I can't seem to understand is when I did it, which was totally not above board, and I was taking testosterone, I was taking steroids. But when a doctor does it, it's called hormone replacement therapy. So what is the deal? Is that something that is potentially bad for you? Is it something in the long run that we see these guys, either 40s, 50s, 60s and up, even yeah. women, right? There's a lot of women who I've talked to who have done it because I've I've, I'm curious about it too. I'm really curious about what is the deal? From a male and female standpoint, those are going to be a little different, right? So- First of all, to the point you asked initially, a testosterone replacement, uh -huh. the reason that that is concerning is because the amount that weightlifters will take will sometimes be in excess of a thousand times the usual body amount of testosterone. So your body makes endogenous testosterone, which you're supposed to have that a certain amount that does allow you, you know, kind of what we consider like homeostasis, like your normal balance. Mm -hmm. If you get a little low, you're going to feel the effects of that. And so the replacement of testosterone in those that are deficient brings them back to that baseline level. So that's of great value. So a hormone replacement in the setting of deficiency is great. So are we basically just talking about an amount that is the difference between doing roids and hormone replacement therapy? Because- well, no, I mean, there are other things besides testosterone that you can take. Testosterone tends to be a commonly used steroid, but there are other androgenic steroids that you can take to build muscle mass. Let's just stick to testosterone because that seems to be, would you the agree, common the, one. the most common one? Because right. especially even Correct. women, they're like, oh, my testosterone was out of whack and now my libido is crazy. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, I want some of that. Sign me up. Really quick, back in med school, do you remember Claire? She was super sweet, super racist, but only towards Polynesians. Do you <laughs> <laughs> Sweet racist Claire, I, and I can't remember. I don't remember her. Go on with your testosterone thing. So, is it an amount that you have to really watch out for? Yeah, I mean, in the sense that both men and women have testosterone. Uh, men obviously have more. There are certainly 
fairly marked effects of testosterone on the human body. And so it's kind of interesting because what we consider maleness, a lot of that is driven by testosterone. It's, if you really go back embryologically, it's actually the absence of testosterone that generates females. So you have, with the presence of testosterone in the high amounts, you actually will you will actually develop all secondary male sexual characteristics. Women do have testosterone, so that's not. How would a woman be affected by taking testosterone? Speaking purely embryotically, because I don't know what that word means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you actually would develop more male sexual characteristics in the presence of testosterone, even very early on in development. So you're not taking as much as a bodybuilder, right? We're not going to look like the Dwayne, the rock Johnson, yeah. right? I mean, you could, you could, if you wanted to, Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't put it in his apple juice, <laughs> but if you take a measured amount, it's still going to maybe double your testosterone. It's going to be at a higher level than what would normally be. Are the same risk factors the same, or is it just somebody that, that it affects bodybuilders because they take so much? Yeah. So anytime you're going to take more than what your body would normally make, or who you say kind of the accepted values, the accepted numbers, uh, you're going to have some effects. I mean, there, you know, there are things like sleep apnea, you know, you can develop acne, you can have kind of um, enlargement of breasts, you know, there's, you can actually limit your sperm production because your body downregulates its own function of testosterone. So you'll get some kind of subtle effects. You actually increase your chance for blood clotting disorders, Having a little more may well improve libido, uh, mm -hmm. kind of emotional well-being, but just a little bit more than would be your correct amount, you can start to get in some trouble. So it doesn't, there's no real benefit to be, to have, to have excessive testosterone. And when you say the normal, like I feel like people in the late 50s, 60s are doing normal of a 40 year old or something. Is that the normal of a 30 year old? Yeah, but that's not what your body would be making at that level. And they're like, but it's replacement therapy. I'm doing what my body should be doing. Correct. Yeah. So if you agree, there is a natural um, decline in the amount of testosterone that we see. It's very typical as men beyond 40. We see, you know, we see it diminish every year. So if you were to take the replacement, you would certainly be able to hold on to some of those earlier characteristics. But the problem is that the body is aging. And so just the presence of testosterone doesn't decrease the, you know, the aging of cells, you will not have the same effect. And so your body actually, the receptors for the testosterone actually downregulate. So as you get older, you're, you're not going to have the same effect that you had when you were younger with it. Now, if you were to drop somewhat precipitously, you were really, the number was <laughs> She loves when you use a lot of syllables. It. Is this getting too smart? No, not smart. at all. I'm, I'm so hard wet. right now. Maybe, maybe it's just the testosterone in my body. <laughs> if the number drops in in excess, then you would you'd like to bring it back up to at least the number where it should be given that age. What we find is is that guy is just taking more anyway. Whether it's a pellet under their skin, whether it's it's an injection, they're, they're, they're still got the telltale signs of somebody who's taking steroids. They're obviously sort of abusing it, not as much as someone like oh, the mountain. Right. Right. <laughs> the mountain. 
It's a Game of Thrones well, reference. Even a little bit more than would be, you know, in your the normative values, you would have some of those subtle effects we all associate with increased testosterone, right? Even the mood swings, like I said, the sleep apnea, the acne, the things that you'll think about, that is, you're going to see the earliest kind of manifestations of that if you're in excess of your normal value. I'm going to tell you what, what a cardiologist said to me about steroids. Before, I want to ask you if you remember back in med school, Glenn was a bald guy, really hairy arms, hugs were really warm, not ringing a bell. Yeah. I'm going to have to get out the yearbook. All right. So this cardiologist, <laughs> this cardiologist said to me, basically, in so many words, Richard, you're going to die. So are there heart problems that are directly related to taking testosterone just as a supplement? Just as a supplement, and again, in the setting of a insufficiency or a deficiency of it, so is well. Let's say a minor abusive behavior. So, just, oh. so a little more than what you would. Yeah, a little more. Like oh, like oops, I put a little bit more in my needle. Uh oh, my abs are looking stellar. The effect on the end organ is a dose-dependent relationship with the amount of testosterone. It all would be a question of how much you're taking as to what that effect might be. Does testosterone have an effect on cardiac muscle? Of course it does, as it would with skeletal muscle as well, even smooth muscle. So you have three different types of muscle, and all of them will have some response to testosterone. What are my smooth muscles? Yeah, the ones that are smooth. GI tract. So that's like when you swallow. Don't screw up your swallow muscle. Oh, yeah. Your deep throat muscle. Yeah. That swallow muscle is very important. <laughs> I may take testosterone again. I'm just going to say that out there. Tell us, Richard, why, what's, the, um, what's the end game there? What's the purpose? As far as health issues go, I like looking good naked, right? And it seems to help with that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when when I take it, and I'm like, oh, Richard, your muscles look bigger. That's pretty hot, and uh, it it does make you a little bit hornier. It does make your dick a little bit fluffier, I guess. I don't know what's going to happen when I'm 75. Am I going to pay for that later down the line? Maybe, but I don't know if I, as a doctor, am completely convinced with the research that I've done. These bodybuilders are being tested in these case studies, and they're grossly abusing the drug. And and I read once on a thing, or I watched once on YouTube, because I don't read, uh, <laughs> When you are that big, like a bodybuilder, the body doesn't know the difference between if it's 200 pounds of muscle or 200 pounds of fat. So that's going to damage the heart. It has to. So are the case studies that are done, are they only done with these gigantic bodybuilders that are A, taking a huge They're amount? They're skewed. That's and, what and, you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I think you're on to the, the right kind of... It's dose-dependent relationship. So if you were just, like I said, those bodybuilders are very often taking, that's not an exaggeration. They'll take a thousand times the normal dose. And you're right. They're not dropping dead. And testosterone is right. a normal, it's a, it is a, you know, it's an endogenous hormone. It's something we make on our own. It's just like cortisol, right? So you can't be allergic to cortisol. Your body makes it. So it's the same with testosterone. So you'll find that if you were to take more than you know, than your body needs, there will be some effect. But you're you're saying the right thing. I mean, the long term, what is the effect of a 10% higher dose than would otherwise be your body creating on its own? And we do know there's some subtle effects of that, but what the long term is is probably not as clear because most of the case studies are as you detail them. I mean, it's mostly the super dose. I still wouldn't advise using it though. <laughs> I'm just gonna cut that part out of the podcast and pretend that you never said it. <laughs> 
So, listen, do you... Going back to med school, because I know you don't remember, I was just wondering... Do you remember Phil? He was so homophobic they couldn't eat a banana without breaking it up into chunks. <laughs> this is my next topic. Botox and filler. Now, Love it. I'm not going to lie. Lauren has been to the doctor. We have spent a few Patreon dollars on getting her face reconstructed. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my God. Gravity. Not a fan. Dr. Karen, you, I, I don't know if you partake. I mean, you look amazing. I, I believe in my heart that all of that is natural and you're 28 years old. Oh, delicate balance to find using all of that stuff. So obviously inside of a place like Desire, you are apt to find people with filler, yeah. with Botox. Now, the only side effects that I see from when Lauren gets it done is she looks at me like she has no soul. <laughs> That's <laughs> that's the side effect. I sold it to pay for my filler. That's what happened. Is that something that is 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 there too much filler? Is there anything that as us as a doctor would we say, hey man, go stick that botulism in your face? It's not going to harm you even a little bit. Right. Get that angry look off of your face. Be angry. We just don't want to see it. <laughs> so we trade the blank face from the angry face. Blank face is way prettier. <laughs> I think us, all of us girls, we're trying not to have the face that everybody stares at because it looks weird when you walk right. in the room. But you want to have that face that looks rested and not in your 40s. Is it bad for you in any way? Is this filler? Is this Botox? Is, it, is there any limit to it that can have adverse side effects? Let's just so we can just separate it out. So fillers and Botox are different, right? So Botox is a toxin that's botulinum toxin that is injected in muscle that actually paralyzes the muscle. Love it. So the idea is wrinkles are caused by muscles. You see them in laugh lines, you see them around the face. So those muscles contract and as they do so, they cause those wrinkles. And so if you were to paralyze that muscle, you would kind of get a smoothing effect of that. That does have um, some side effects, although I would say are actually fairly minor because what happens is the body gets used to that toxin and does a very good job of starting to eradicate it quickly before it does its yeah. paralyzing job. There is the worry early on of getting high dosing Botox because then you could actually you know, cause too much. Right. Thing so, so we build an immunity. Correct. You build an immunity to Botox. Yeah, you pace it out a little bit. So pace it out is basically yeah. the advice that we would give people as far as Correct. Yeah. So, so that's a pretty that's a pretty tried and true medicine. I will tell you that that is used in children um, with spasticity in their muscles and like cerebral palsy. And these are done in much higher doses, and they are very safe. Botox is a good it, it's a good modality for management of wrinkles, but it does it will have a I mean there, there's an effect that's going to wear off. So the other thing is the 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 hyaluronic acid infiltrates yeah. right those are fillers that's Juvederm and your Restylane and all that. They're not paying us. You don't have to say their name. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I want to hear about fillers, but I just remembered one other thing. Wyatt, med school, carried a snake everywhere. <laughs> He's a urologist now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wyatt. All right. Move on to filler. This is my questions. A, how does the filler work? B, why can they not put it in my penis? No, I was going to say, why can't they put it in my breast? Because I don't want to get breast implants because I'm a chicken. All right, filler. What the hell are they putting inside of Lauren's boobs <laughs> if she does that? It won't work. 
<laughs> so they're all temporary, right? So your body will, if you're going to put something in, these are not implants, right? So you're not talking about cheek implants or breast implants that are permanent that are made of silicone or they're made of they're like a thing. Not- so this is, yeah. So this is a collagen. It's kind of a purified form of collagen. And so your body is going to reabsorb it. You can toss implants around, but you can't toss for collagen. <laughs> right. Get all the filler you want. That's not something you're going to c- become immune to or anything. So there's allergic reactions, right? So you can get that in in anything. So some people do have allergic reaction to it. Uh, And then you also can get, you can actually develop allergies to them if you're having them over and over. Again, your body starts to um, develop an immunity against it. And so you can see that. So you can have a termination of the lifespan of that as well. But no, it's the same kind of thing. I mean, you're, you're injecting something into tissues that are aging. The tissues are aging. And so they will potentially need more in the future as those kind of wrinkles start to get deeper. And it is, uh, I mean, we're all chasing ghosts here, right? So this is already, you could do it for a while, but ultimately it's not going to probably have the effect you want. The earliest times, you know, having them always looks the best because it's often done in younger skin. Yeah, younger is better. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what you're saying, right? Let's just tell everyone as much filler as you want. That's what I heard. Fill it up, sister. And then when it stops working, facelift. Yeah, yeah tie it <laughs> Facelift, right. So then now you get into another little bit different managing it as well. So now you're going to just tighten everything back up and that will, but again, those tissues will still stretch out with time. But again, that's all right. I mean, the whole purpose is to escape death, be younger yeah, and hotter while you're taking hormones to make your penis harder. (laughs) Yeah. Can it go in your penis? Dr. Jeff could bring some with no, us. Don't inject anything into my penis. I have bad luck with that. It's a better way to get the blood delivered into that area. That's what you need to concentrate on and not to inject things in it. There's nothing, no reason to inject it in here. The penis is a sponge for blood. It's a sponge for good loving is what it is. <laughs> Doctor, you come over here. What room are we in? 1111, for those who are not bilingual like the four of us. <laughs> as far as Project Airtight goes, we have failed. Complete fail. I disagree. Complete fail. I mean, it hasn't occurred, but we are still, there's still many <laughs> options. The night You're right. Young. The night is the young. young. We are not young, but the night is. <laughs> My butt plug is sitting out on the... The butt plug is out, so we are prepared. There's a lot, there are a lot of right. people out and, there. And my butt plug is sitting next to yours waiting. So I imagine... Little friends, little butt plug <laughs> friends. I imagine there's some man in this resort, if he only knew, would be like, me, 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 me. I'll do it, I'll yes, do it. Please. But here we sit, only two cocks on this bed. There's one functioning, not mine. <laughs> and... <laughs> You did try. I tried, and I still feel like I could bring this. You did present uh, actually far too many men. Multiple. You've, yeah, multiple men, multiple men, right? Yes, yeah. Well, Mel Karen was very much working this over the last couple of days and had many, many candidates. Proactive, yes? She's very proactive. <laughs> I feel like I was on the job. I don't know what it is. It's like, I think a lot of people will say yes, but how many people actually come to the room? No, not everybody is attracted to everybody. I don't think it was because of me. Could be that they weren't invited to the room. <laughs> right, we have also not invited anyone to the room either. That's that a concerning true. issue. All right, so you, we, we still do have a little bit of hope. Here we sit. Begging. Yes, we, we will beg. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Maybe we will catch up with everybody a little bit later. <laughs> 
All right. Anyway, that's all she wrote. So you, full, you were not full. We all failed. But again, I'm going to blame it on Dr. Jeff. Sure. There is a lot of crap, speaking of Dr. Jeff, that uh, did not make it in. Dude just knows a lot of stuff, and I can't put it all on the podcast. So put it up on Patreon. Speaking of Patreons, we have some new ones. But wait, we had a Patreon. Our first Patreon left. I just want a moment. I don't know if, if he's listening. But this is the right thing to do. Yeah, listen, hold on. Everybody, I want this to be private. So if everybody could just pause. Everybody except for Dustin, because that's who left. Everybody for, besides Dustin. Turn your volume down. Turn your volume down for just a second. Dustin, what's up, bro? <laughs> like four days? Really? I like I, you came in, it's like you felt me up a little bit, kissed my neck, and then you just left. Look, I don't want it to end like this, but I, I just... I don't know if it's really over, honey. Dustin, I feel like we can work this out, right? You, me, five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right, Dustin. If you're listening, we loved having you for four days. Thank you for checking us out. And to the new Patreons. Jeff and Karen, of course, giving shout out. Mark A., the couple next door, raise their pledge. Mackenzie, Samuel, Peppa, Jeff, and Brenda. Akin, Thomas, Texas Spike, Scott McLovin, Gary Fisher, Kurt and Vicky, and Edward. Scott McLovin. Well, it's not, it's mix something, and I put McLovin because he appreciates that. Great, just make shit up. <laughs> All right, what else before we leave these lovely people back to their gym or drive or sex or jacuzzi or whatever it is you're doing right now? Maybe you're eating, maybe you're fishing somewhere in England. If you are thinking about coming to Desire and you want to book a trip, make sure to go to our website if you're listening to this and book through our website. We are like a magnet for newbies and wonderful people. So we want to take you into our womb of desire and then give birth to you through our our canal that we call the workshop and then raise you like our own until you come back again as if you went off to college or something. Oh, yeah. I if you want a book, click on the link. We get 10% of the booking and it really helps me purchase in payments that Basquiat that I was looking at for Lauren. I'm going <laughs> to hang it in the front entrance. And a very quick thank you to Malibu Strings. They make laying out in your backyard fun for your creepy neighbor. <laughs> All right, and then last, but definitely not least, sort of serious note. We found out earlier in, in in the month that during August, we will not be giving the Art of Touch workshops at Desire due to sexy, young, and wild activities. Not actually sexy, young, and wild activities. The month has its own activities. We actually don't even know what they are. We haven't received a schedule yet. We just know that for that month, we will be suspended. We apologize deeply to anybody who is on their way to Desire and look forward to the workshop during the month of August. August. It's not something that we planned on. It's not something that uh, we really we have, knew yeah. about. So if that is you, then just please email us, reach out and we'll help you figure something out. We are still going to be around. So I'm not. You're going on a sabbatical. All right. That is it. Uh, That's all I got inside of me for now. I am going to till next month till next month. And that about does it for us. For more information, photos, or to contact us, go to room77podcast.com. Thanks for stopping by Room 77. We had a blast. Now get your clothes and get out. <laughs>